What up, what up, what up everyone? Welcome to episode 160, you heard it right, episode 160 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Appreciate the continued support, let me know how you feel about the show right in the comments section of your Apple Podcast app, rate and review wherever you listen to Combo's Court, and share this episode with a friend via social media or word of mouth today's show pierre co-host of through the wire podcast joins in go subscribe to through the wire wherever you listen to podcasts and check them out on the house of highlights page on youtube a great conversation with pierre can't wait for you guys to hear it intro music by luca beats let's get into it What's up, my guy? Not much, man. Watching some highlights, just trying to have some sanity, man. It's tough times right now. Yo, you know what's crazy? I, I was looking at IG Lives up there. You know, there's like a million of them going on. Uh, and I see EJ and Pierre, Pee Wee the Plug, and I'm like, okay, you know, he's, he probably listens to uh, your show too. <laughs> and then, and then on the on the bottom, it was pinned talking to my pops, and I see the older gentleman talking to you, and I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> no, nah, yeah, my um, so my pops has my my little brother, as you know, EJ's right. account or whatever, and he told me too. He called me because apparently you were live with somebody, and he joined that, and they were watching or whatever, and uh, EJ was commenting, uh, and you had mentioned me or something like that. And uh, he said, yeah, that, that's just what it is, though. That's my younger brother. I had no idea that, that they even followed you. And uh, when you hit me up and I was on your account, they followed you. So I had called my dad recently uh, before I had hit you up to tell you that I was available this week. And I was like, yo, do you know who Combo is? Like, he like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, he hit me up to be on the show or whatever. He was like, wow, that's a small world. So, yeah, everybody kind of put the pieces together real recently. Right, yeah, I just, like, I was just thinking, okay, EJ's on up here's, you know, he got him on the live, he's talking to fans, I figured he, he right. supported your pod as well, but man, he's a supportive kid, he's a good kid, I could tell. Thank you, yeah, yeah, we try to, you know, make sure he's on that, that, that straight line, but yeah, EJ, he's real, he's real into it, man, he's, yeah. he's, he's uh, one of those kids that's locked in on his craft, man, I'm proud of him, that's my little brother. Definitely, definitely, um. How'd your podcast come together with you and your friends and how did it come together with House of Highlights? Well, um, one of them is my cousin. So, you know, we have, as you can see, it's a, this is a family thing that we do from EJ right, right. to my pops. Um, so yeah, uh, the, one of the guys, I don't know if you're familiar with all of us, but Kenny is my cousin okay. and uh, he has his own separate YouTube thing, which he's been doing since, uh, since I don't know when, since probably he graduated high school. So right. we all went to high school together. Um, I'm older than them by a couple of years. I'm 25. They're probably like 22 and 23. And yeah, so my cousin moved to my area and seen him in high school. And I was like, oh, wow, my little cousin in high school, whatever. We're chatting or whatever. And he comes up with these two dudes. And I'm like, how do you know them? And they went to my middle school. So I had already knew Mike and Derek just from middle school. 
Then my cousin came to my high school and then he was friends with them and I had no clue. And so gotcha. when he became friends with them, I just started, you know, watching out over them as like the little bros because they're hanging out with my cousin, obviously. And then, you know, years go on, years go on. Uh, they had me in group chats, or whatever. And um, because of my cousin's YouTube page, we would have basketball conversations because I always look at him as my little cousin. And when I knew he was doing it for YouTube, I was like, wow, look at a little cousin, you know, doing his thing with the basketball. And we would just have debates. Uh, so one one moment, um, he's a Bulls fan. Uh, oh man, you guys are all based in Chicago, like right? All from Chicago, yeah. Yeah. By the way, Pierre, through the wire pod, House of Highlights, just had to let the listeners yeah. know. There um, you go. <laughs> the Bulls signed Rondo. Rondo leaves the Kings. He signed Rondo. My cousin's on Twitter, you know, just tearing it down. And I'm like, yo, Rondo just led the league in assists. We have an, uh, a back and forth. And I'll throw out there, that would have been great for a podcast. We had the conversation on Twitter, but we had also have a group chat that all of their friends in, they put me in it because I used to play basketball with them uh, every once in a while. So I threw that in the group chat and we all like kind of flirted with the idea, whatever. Right. Then I'll say probably another time it happened. Throw it out there again, man, that was a real, that was a real good conversation. That would have made good for a podcast. So we do that about two or three, maybe four times at the most. And uh, like the, the last time we really said, yo, we, we should do this. And um, my cousin had some equipment and I guess him and Mike, the other guy from the podcast, were gonna play around with music. And they just turned, he turned that in, got the podcast equipment, and, and there you have it. Um, and I got into the podcast thing from uh, Joe Budden's podcast. I've which, actually had Maul uh, on my show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey. So I yeah. was watching Joe Budden's podcast before Maul was even on there, like since day one, because I'm just a Joe Budden guy. And when okay. I found out what you you're, know, a young, podcast, you're a little young to be a Joe, a Joe Budden guy, right? Yeah, I, I, I am, I guess, to be 45, yeah. but I'm a music nerd. I'm a basketball and music nerd. So, like, I'm a, I'm an older man when it comes to, you know, basketball and, and, and uh, music. So I'm way beyond my years in that. But, uh, yeah, I saw Joe Budden do it. I'm like, yo, that's, that's kind of dope. And I actually got a tweet that lines up almost identical to when we announced the podcast. Like we announced the podcast maybe 2016 in the summer and I have a tweet from 2015 um, that says I'm about to jump in the podcast slash vlog wow. world. And then a year later we do uh, Through the Wire. And then, yeah, so that happened. And then the fourth guy, Derek, right. um, he was like in and out of the group chat for whatever reason, maybe he was working. And uh, he apparently was like, I'm down to do it, but we didn't take him serious. So if, if anybody is familiar with our podcast, the first episode, we have the same mics, but he had a different mic because we didn't, we ordered his mic later. My cousin got his mic later because we didn't know he was going to be a part of it till, you know, uh, the late. So that's pretty much how it all got uh, together. We had a little group chat separate from our friend thing. And we talked about um, names of the show. And Joe Budden had a, a separate show with Complex, Everyday Struggle which is uh, named after a Biggie song. So I, I, I right. told the guys, because I was so stuck on a, the Joe Budden thing, let's name our podcast after a, a classic album or song. And we threw our names, and I think my cousin or Mike threw out through the wire, and it stuck. And that, that rest is history. How, so here's the question. How did House of Highlights become involved? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, House of Highlights was, uh, they're, they're the second people we worked with. We, uh, we, we linked up with another company uh, I'm not going to say their name or anything. And it was cool because it was new to us. Mm -hmm. But when we realized how big we kind of were and th the things didn't match, you know what I mean? The things right, didn't right. match. And so we were like, something is wrong here. Um, and I just found out this story recently, by the way. 
my cousin was listening to uh, JJ Reddick's podcast. And JJ Reddick said something about how he got hooked up with the ringer or something. And because uh, my cousin was listening, he took that idea and hit up our guy Doug from House of Highlights. And that's just simply what happened. He hit up Doug. Doug gave us a couple of listens. Doug fell in love and they flew us out. We signed and that rest is history. I know it sounds just simple, but that yeah. really, I don't want to overcomplicate yeah. it. It was just that that simple. No, nah, the simple things are sometimes the best. Yo, I've been, the best. I've been, yeah, but I'm not even going to dig too much into this MJ doc, but yo, but the funniest things to me last night, and I know people are probably mad because sometimes we get super analytics on this podcast, super sure. basketball nerd stuff. <laughs> but man, the two things that were so funny when Jerry Seinfeld went in there and everybody was real serious and he was like, <laughs> he was like, it's not going to work right here. It's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other one was when the dude was, Shrugging, man. I was hey, that, that, and I, unfortunately, because I'm a Twitter dude, I found out that guy passed away. Really, uh, rest in, in peace, Jan- man. Yeah, in January, in he passed away. So, but yeah, that was those were the two moments. Uh, shout out to Jerry Seinfeld, way ahead of my time, but because, like I said, I'm an old soul, my mom had Jerry Seinfeld on all day in my, in my years growing up. So yeah, shout out to Jay Sanford. That was very yeah, Phil had to kick him out. That was right. That was that was, was, that was funny. Yeah. I know, I know, I know my listeners are gonna be mad that I didn't get into some like real basketball discussion. Cause I mean it's just great. And I mean everybody I mean there's so many podcasts you could go to to talk about the MJ doc, you know, like Yeah, I'm I'm like, sure tomorrow that'll be the highlight of our podcast. Right. It's nothing right. to talk about. So shout out to them for giving us that. Exactly. But yeah, I, you gotta find a, that that's what I've been doing myself is even when we talk about it, I try to find the things that I just like simple or just mean something to me because like when you dive into that from a basketball standpoint it gets so so messy i'm just trying to accept jordan and his legacy i'm gonna give him all the shine um because this whole lebron jordan kobe who's the goat you know it, it, it's a it's a time and a place for that and when we're receiving a guy like jordan's you know legacy i just want to just take it in just for that just take it for yeah. what it is and yeah. accept it and we get another guys getting shine scotty dennis Hopefully, Phil will get a more in-depth episode. I know they went into him a little bit, but I'm a big Phil guy, so hopefully he gets his own little shine. But probably I'm just the, taking it in as that. Probably the greatest coach to ever coach in the NBA. Hands down. Hands yeah. down. Yeah. So I, I watched your, mush, your Mount Rushmore episode. Great stuff, mm-hmm. man. You guys, you know what I like about your pod? You guys actually put in the research. You know, you could tell it takes time to do what you guys do. You know, you guys are actually researching. What surprised you during your research of that? By the way, it was a Mount Rushmore for each team. I think you guys did the East. I don't know if you guys did the West, yes. The West is tomorrow. Okay, so the four best players from each team. What surprised you the most when you were doing your research? Uh, what surprised me the most is, <laughs> and again, I don't, I, I don't want to, I try to say stuff without being disrespectful or not, but what surprised me is that, like, we – in the in the new generation, we spend so much time like dissecting all of these players and whatnot. And it seems like back then, a lot of guys got into like the Hall of Fame and got a lot of love with doing like limited things. Like I would go and search a team and I would see players that I never I never heard of, and it would be like six time All Star Hall of Famer. And it's like we sit up here and we argue about like the most ridiculous things. But it's like it seems like in that generation, they gave everybody their love. It wasn't nothing crazy. Uh, so that was one of the, the, the most surprising things is how loose everything was. And then it was like some teams just don't have a lot of guys. As, <laughs> yeah. as many years as been, some, a lot of teams uh, – what was the team? The Pacers were a tough team to find out for. You know what it is? Um, a, a lot of their years were in the ABA. 
So it's tough. That was another thing. I had a struggling time trying to figure out, should I put this guy here? Because it does say ABA when I'm looking at him. Um, and then what, what was another thing? Uh, some of them was, it was just super easy. Some of them was super easy. Some of, the some of them you guys easy. all agreed on. Yes, which I was surprised. I was surprised though, because I tried to make mine a little different in, in some places just so we can have some type of debate or dialogue. But, you know, some things are just hands down. But yeah, it was it was a lot easier than I thought. I went in there like, man, I don't know where it's gonna go, Mount Rushmore. I try not to speak too much of guys that I didn't get a chance to see, but it it was easier than I thought. It was it was easier than I thought. Yeah. What? So how many of you guys had Drazen with the Nets? I think you didn't. You didn't have him. I didn't have him. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, rest uh, in peace for sure. Yeah, for, it was crazy that that your boy didn't know that he passed. Hey, Pat, that was very crazy. Yeah, very yeah. crazy. Condolences, <laughs> condolences. I was like. Condolences for sure, but yeah. yeah. But um, your guy's reaction, I was like, you know, everybody's reaction was like. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he has quite a quite a few of those moments, but I think one. He I seems like he a good was, dude, too. Laid back dude. That guy. No, he's, he's super yeah. good, but he just has yeah. those moments where we kind of, as a podcast, have to stop and look at him like, wow. But um, right. yeah, I think one of us had him. One of us had him. Right, right. Is the West West is interesting? I got to check out the West one. I'm doing a West tonight after this podcast. I haven't got looked you. at the West. Um, off the top of my mind, I gotta say it might be a little easier, uh, just because I'm more in tune with the West. When I grew up, all I wanted to watch was the Western Conference basketball. It was faster when you grew up, right? Way faster. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on. Um, you know, I've always watched the game because of my my dad or whatnot. But when I I say when I really looked at it from a different perspective other than being a fan, was uh, the Phoenix Suns, D'Antoni. And that's because they played so fast. Seven seconds or less really got me engaged into looking at, like, actual offenses and things like that. So Yeah, and it's yeah. crazy. Everybody plays like them, but they would actually be one of the slowest-paced teams in the league now, I think. Like, that's Yeah, which is crazy. So, yeah, them. And I also want to give credit to uh, Don Nelson and the Warriors, the, the We Believe, because he had uh, Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes are playing the four, Al Harrington would play, like, the five. I'll credit those two teams. But, yeah, these these days, those teams are, are considered slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, rest in peace, Drazen, one more time, man. Rest in peace, Drazen. Yeah, definitely. Rest oh, in peace, man. You're not as high on Tony Parker as many others. And I'm it's, not. It's funny. I posed this question on my Instagram stories. I don't know if you checked out my stories. I do a lot of polls. Like, I do too many polls, but I don't care because I want to see what people – I don't see the I don't see the stories, but I do see the actual posts. And I'm a big fan of the posts. Because oh, I appreciate real controversial. that. Yeah, like I appreciate the that. Kevin Durant one. Yeah, 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 the most recent one was the Anthony Edwards. I, I yeah. see those all the time. And I'm like, okay. are you on this draft? Have you been? Have you been? Uh... I'm a draft guy. Every year oh. I'm in a draft. Twenty four. I love the draft. I love the draft. Me too. This, me projecting talent. Like that's what I love to do. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> it, it drives me crazy. Like my guys on my podcast, they don't. They're not into that. So it drives me crazy. I'm like, bro, we're missing a whole section because we we don't stop. You know, basketball shows and basketball podcasts. I'm not sure about yours. When I when the off season comes, they kind of use that time to take their breath, their break. Yeah, nah, we keep going, foot on the like, gas. I start, I start talking about like music or anything. Like I start, like anything. I start talking. Like I've Cairo. So we have, I've had battle rappers on. Like anything. That's anything. that's that's incredible because we have something called the after show, and that's like our non basketball. But even in off season, we're still giving you two basketball episodes a week. So because when the off season comes, it, it has its dry spots. I encourage them, like yo. Get involved because that draft can can soak up a lot of those time. I love the draft. I've been watching the draft and studying the draft like, man, since since before I was double digits. I was probably like eight or nine. I I love it. I love it. Projecting talent and guessing who's gonna pan out and whatnot. Comparisons. 
it's the most fun thing ever. So I love when you post like the Anthony Edwards stuff. Yeah, I've been on it heavy. I've been on it heavy. Who do you feel has the highest upside? Who do you think is going to be the best player in this year's draft? Oh, man. Um, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's, it's very and, tough. And, I, and I'm going to let you know this. All my listeners know they say I talk about Luka too much, so I kind of like eased up on Luka. But I was like, this guy's going to be the best player in this draft. And everybody was killing me on Instagram. And now we see what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, I, I don't know how people killed you for that. Luca was like Oh, it was the night because it was the night of the draft and I said this guy's gonna be the, they they like okay. nice too slow, okay. you know. Yeah. 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 Um I think I got Edwards. I think I got Edwards. You got Edwards? My dad, so. I, I was on the phone with my dad about this uh about two days ago. He he said Edwards as well. I gotta go LaMelo, man. I have to go LaMelo. I'm I'm a LaMelo guy. I and I, I know, you know. We we fell for it with with Lonzo and Lonzo is still a good guard and has oh, no a lot and of I'm higher on Lonzo than a lot of guys. I like Lonzo a lot. Me too. I'm a Lonzo yeah. fan. Uh, my favorite player of all time, um, Kobe and Penny Hardaway. So I love big point guards. I have an obsession with big point guards. So I love. So you have Jason Kidd higher than a lot of others would, right? I hope so. Every time on Twitter they do the top five or what these guys go, Jason Kidd is always on my. I, I, I'm a Jason Kidd fanatic. I'll take Jason Kidd over Nash over Parker. It's only a few guys that I'm I'm not taking them above. I it's, love it's honestly it's like I, I and I've heard your Parker take. It's not even close with Parker because not even close. The reason is is because if you put Jason Kidd on the team, he raises the floor of the team tremendously, like right away. Without a doubt, I don't I don't even think that anybody in their right mind could argue that. And that's my argument when you talk about uh, Nash or uh, Parker competing with. And you know Nash is closer to Kidd than Parker. I, I'm just not a Tony 100%. Parker guy at all. I, I mean, I just, I'm just not. I don't, I don't see it, you know, uh, respect to his legacy, but he's a system guy to me. I don't think he he's a, he's a winner. I mean, he's a winner, but, you know, there, there's franchise guys out there. So here's my, here was my question to get back to it. Um, I had John Wall or Tony Parker, and I was telling people that from the eye test, like John Wall is a franchise player to me. He, didn't, he doesn't have the accomplishments because of the way his career went. But if I'm just looking at the eye test, like, he has an amazing – so a lot of guys, when somebody is so athletic, they won't look at him as a high IQ guy. But he's like – he has a super high IQ, super elite athleticism. He was just a franchise guy to me. Like, I look at him, he's like, this guy's a franchise guy, and Tony Parker just wasn't. So that was my – And that, that's, where, that's where basketball gets so tricky at, man, because it's like we, we're so fixated on, like, the accomplishments. But a lot of stuff is situational, man. If you put Tony Parker on the Washington Wizards, they don't do nothing compared to what John Wall was able to do to him, you know? And that's the same, like a lot of guys in the two thousands. So if we put Mike Bibby on the Spurs, the Spurs, they still win those rings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, definitely. it's like, it's a lot of guys we put in that Spurs situation and they're going to I mean, Bibby, have Bibby even shot better than Parker. Shot better. A lot, a lot yeah. better. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of guys. So I, I personally think, and it's no disrespect to Tony Parker, but if you take him out and we put a lot of guys from those two thousands, that he competed with and you put them in the Spurs, they do the same, if not more. Just to answer your question, um, LaMelo, just because I think he does so much. I think he does so much. I think he can score. He can pass. He's 6'7 and still growing. And I, I just think a lot of other guys don't have as much upside. But I do think this class is much better than it's given credit for. A lot of people are calling the weak because it is not top-heavy. But I think this draft has a lot of what teams need which is role players and complementary pieces. Or guys that could become stars in a few years. Like Killian Hayes could become a star. Anthony Without Edwards could become a star. James Wiseman mm -hmm. could become a star. Tyrese Halliburton could be a really good NBA player or a star. 
So he, I, I think I'm high on him. I like Devin Vassell out of Florida State. I don't know if he'll be a star, but I think he could be a really good competition. Obi Toppin? Obi Toppin has the potential. Uh, uh, Oneka out of USC, the big man. I like him. Yeah, there's a lot of guys. What you think about Nico Mannion? I'm not big on Nico. I'm not big on Nico. Um, just because Nico just he doesn't change the game for me, man. He don't change the game for me. I think Nico, he's not a he won't be a bad pick, but I just think his upside only goes so high. At his best, he's what just like a a floor general. I mean, like off your bench, maybe maybe he can start for a team, and and hopefully he proves me wrong because I root for all of these guys. I'm, yeah, I that's the thing. These guys fail. That's the so, thing. That's a that's a tough part about with the draft. You want to see everybody <laughs> do good, so you yeah. don't. But you also got to say what you see. So it's it's like a balance. So when you say Killian Hayes, we mentioned Lamelo, Tyrese Halliburton. I'm taking all of those guys over Nico because I just think that they oh, have yeah. much more upside. So that's what he kind of fought. Same with Cole Anthony. I don't know if I'm I'm not as high on Cole Anthony as the guys that you mentioned because I only see so I do see him like as a Colin Sexton. Those guys are going to shoot, try to score, but they're not really facilitating the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cole Anthony slipped this year. He's but we'll see what develops, man. We'll see what develops. You've been uh, you've been listening to the Drake album or what? Yeah, I like I, I, a little bit. Yeah, I've been getting a tool with people about it, even my girlfriend. So, so, I, so, like when I heard it, let me tell you, like I'm like, okay, this is an album. Like I like it, I like it. But then I heard it, like I was listening to Joe Budden's pod, Joe Budden's pod, and they're like, it's not an album or whatever they were saying. So I don't know. They get like so into that nerd hip hop. Like I don't even. Yeah. Like it's like I mean I've been listening to hip hop since I was a kid, but then it's like no, this is just a bunch of Lucy's, not really album. To me, it was an album and I liked it. But what did, what were your thoughts? See, I'm a music nerd, too, because I work in the music business as well. I manage artists as well. I got the podcast, also do that. So Got you. I understand when they say it's Leaks and Lucy's. I didn't take it in as an album because I know it's not an album. Got you. And that's how I butted heads with a lot of people because you, you're a rare take that you like it. A lot of people were trashing it. And I was telling people, like, you know, like entitled to your opinion. But it's just silly when you trash something that wasn't meant to be taken so serious. And I, I made the, the comparisons to, like, me and you. We both have podcasts. When James Harden in the summer plays at Drew League, you're not coming on a podcast dissecting this game because it's meaningless. Right, so the same right. thing as the Drake thing. I'm not really dissecting or taking it serious because it's loosey. It's, it's meaningless. It's, not, it's really nothing. If you like it, you bump it. If not, whatever. I feel like albums are the ones where you sit there and you're like, yeah, we're going to have conversation and break this down. A lot of people on Twitter were really trashing it. I'm just like, you're giving too much energy, energy to something that wasn't meant to be like that. I mean, Landed was good. D4L was good. Uh, there was a bunch I like of records. almost all of it. But I'm a, yeah. I'm a Drake guy, so I'll try not to be too biased. I'm a Drake and J. Cole guy. Um, but, yeah, man, I think Drake is one of those guys like LeBron. They've been at the top too long. So any yeah. chance somebody He's- gets to kind of nitpick at them. That's what they do. I mean, the name of your pod is Through the Wire, uh, Kanye West. Yeah. Who is the best rapper from Chicago right now? Like, who's the hottest in the town, not from look the outside looking in, you know? My guy. Okay. Flex. You got you to gotta get on Flex, bro. And I'm not are saying you, this because he's my are, guy. You sure? I'm positive. Okay. I'm okay. positive. I'm positive. He's uh, he, he, he heating up. He, he about to start getting his recognition. Finally, uh, we've been starting to get the love and, and, and the, the, the attention of everybody in the city. But I, I got to give it to him. I, I can't think of anybody else. I mean, you, a lot of people say maybe G Herbo. I like G yeah, Herbo. I like the intro because 
it reminds me of that um dynasty album from when i was in high school the intro right yeah fire. definitely yeah um and then the, uh, pro my producer that i have with me too he just he just did something with g herbo so we 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 were in tune with them we cool with them and they just got like uh two million in, in two weeks on youtube so that was that was dope but yeah see the my guy flex or g herbo i would say is the best right now out of chicago we got a lot of talent coming up though yeah no, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Are you surprised that the drill wave has, has come to New York? I am surprised. I'm very surprised, but I'm happy it did. You guys are, are not you guys, but New York is uh New York is is doing their thing. Uh I'm more surprised that it went to the UK. Wow. Because it's beef. I don't I you know, I, I haven't been in New York in a while because of the, the virus or whatever. Um but I'm seeing every time I go on the internet, or at least the last couple of weeks, they were like UK and New York are going back and forth on who is on top of the drill. I, I like it from New York. Like R.P. to Pop Smoke, he he was on his way with something. That album, he, he, I man. mean, that every song was good to me on that album. Every that every song, he was on his way with that one, man. That's that was so sad. That was so sad. We felt that here in Chicago as if he was from here. Five Yo, I guess is is gonna hopefully be that guy for us. I mean, yeah. He did well on Drake's album. I mean, he, he did. His album's he good. Did. He and did. he got some songs that he nobody did. even listens to on, on, on YouTube that are pretty good. Now, which he, part of New York are you from? Because I don't, I, I try not to associate, associate you guys as all one because it offends y'all so much. So I don't be knowing. So I've I grew, been in New York. So I grew up in uh, Riverdale in the Bronx. So I okay. in the Bronx. And then okay. now I live in Queens. I played overseas a bunch of years. So I was living abroad for a bunch of years. Now I'm back in Queens, but I'm a New York City guy, man. I'm a New York City okay, guy. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, you're just a New York City guy. I, when we're in New York, because we, I spend a lot of time there because... Uh, the got to hit me up like. next time. We got to do a live pod, for sure. No, for sure, for sure, yeah. for sure, a thousand percent. Um, but, yeah, guys get offended when you just clump them in. Some guys just want to be straight Brooklyn. I'm only Brooklyn or I'm only this. They don't want to be just clumped. So I have to make sure I don't step on toes because, you know, New Yorkers are a little aggressive. No, shout, Brooklyn's aggressive for sure. Shouts to Brooklyn. Shouts to Brooklyn. Yeah, shout to Brooklyn, man. So here's my thoughts on how the season's going to return. It kind of makes sense because I've been to summer league the past two years. Um, how was that last year? Yeah, also, we were probably in the same building. But it's like the formula's already there. Like, they know how to put a whole bunch of games in to one or two – well, it's one venue. You know you got one side of the building and the other side of the building. So I just think that's how it's going to be – that's how it's going to return. Are you optimistic that the season's going to return? No, not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm the opposite, and not in the bad way that it won't. I'm, I'm a thousand percent sure it will return. Like, uh, I'm, pat I had opti, I was optimistic back then, but now I'm like, see, seeing LeBron and all of these guys say that they want it to happen, they're going to make sure it happens. Uh, when we don't know, but I, yeah, I like your theory. I saw you post about about your theory a few times. Oh, I'm oh, not, yeah, you you like that? What do you think about that? Uh, March Madness. See, people are hitting me up saying that it's not fair to the teams that um that didn't even make the playoffs. But I like it. Thirty teams. I, yeah. Euro League, D League. Thirty two. Yeah, why why do they say it's not fair? Because the, it gives that te those teams a try, or are they saying that's what makes it unfair that they get a shot? They shouldn't even get a shot because they've been doing this whole se they've been working at it this whole season, and they didn't have a good enough record to even make the playoffs. So yeah, it's gonna be fun, and I don't think who would be the worst team. Um, well, the one of the Euro League or the D League team would be the worst team, but I, I like to see. Are they it, gonna though. beat? Are they gonna beat the number one seed? It's highly unlikely, so I don't see no, why yeah. it would be unfair. Uh, and in fact, I mean, if they did anything like that, I think they would probably give um, give those teams a buy. Actually, 
they would have to work in a buy. I think LeBron James would come out and say, dog, like we don't as as whether people want to accept it or not, I think LeBron has a lot of input on this stuff. So when I saw LeBron say, <laughs> I want to finish the season, I'm like, yeah, the season will come back. As long as LeBron says it, you know, I don't know how active you are on Twitter, but LeBron had a tweet where somebody said people around the league are saying that they don't yeah. care. And he was like, no, nah, I talked to a bunch of people and nobody I talked to said they want to, want to end the season. So I'm like, okay, it'll happen. But I like the bracket. This is the year to try something new. Why this not? Why this not? This is the one time we have the excuse. So I'm, I'm for all of that. Everybody that I talk to that's within the NBA is pretty confident it'll come back. But I'm not going to lie. This past week was like the first week I was hearing like a little bit less confidence like in a while. I'm like, damn, you know? <laughs> Yo, I, 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 try to, I try not to, to, to let it sink in. But I, I can feel why you feel like that. Yeah, I, every time I get like a Shams, Shams or like a, a, a Wojnowski update, I'm like, oh, my gosh, please, please don't be it. Please don't be it. But, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's no, it's no reason to rush it. It's no reason to yeah. rush it. Let's, let's finish it. And they just pushed back the draft and the combine, which, you know, guys like us, me and you who love it so much, that, yeah. that was heartbreaking. Yeah, that's something I just like, you know, it's a cool time to be in Vegas. You know, you just watch a bunch of games, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's good. Like, yeah, that was probably one of my, my favorite times um, in life. That the, the last uh, summer league, it was it was amazing. You know, sure. um, I'm a Knicks fan. We got RJ. RJ was one of the only top rookies that even played. I know Zion and Jod didn't play. So it was real fun for me. Yeah. yeah, what do you feel about the Knicks? I mean, they're talking CP3 might go, but that contract looks a little bit untradeable. Uh, it do you, does. Yeah, what are your thoughts? I'm not opposed to it just because of the type of uh, the type of person he is. I think that's what we need in our franchise more than anything. We need a type of standard of people that, that have to come in our um, organization. It's, it's deeper than the coach. It's deeper than the players at this point. We have like a, a very, very very terrible just people's organization from and i and i don't want to get on dolan because a lot of people say it starts there we'll never we'll never uh get back to where we need to be as long as he's up top but i feel like it's just deeper than we need like a lot of teams throw it out there too like a culture change we need a culture change and if we can bring it in you know leon rose and continue to add to that with like a cp3 i'm i'm all for it but we're definitely going to need somebody to come in and really change the culture because we have just a loser's mentality. I'll be reading uh, random stats where we're one of the teams that haven't like brought back rookies on a second contract since like the early 2000s. And that's just a, that's not a recipe to win. Winning teams don't do that. So. Yeah. It's like, it's constant in between mode. It's constant. Like not really, not really rebuilding, not really contending, you Mm -hmm. know, it's always in the backwards. It's backwards. We we go out and we get a top three pick like RJ, and then we go in free agency and just like sign people that don't even compliment him. And it's like, how is he going to develop when he's playing with guys that aren't helping him develop? So, what do you, you think's RJ ceiling? Like, what's the best RJ could be? Um, comparison or just like numbers wise? Both. Oh man. Um, as far as comparison, and I'm not going. I'm not saying type of game like mirror for mirror but like when you talk about the type of caliber player I think you can get like a DeMar DeRozan level where it's like DeMar DeRozan you look at DeMar DeRozan it's like you wouldn't complain if he's on your team you probably complain if he's the best player though because it's only so far you can go so I don't think RJ is going to be 
you know, an MVP guy, but I think he could be an all-star. And if he's the best on your team, you make him be in the playoffs. And then as far as numbers, I, I think at his fullest potential, he can give you 20-plus. And then you want to see him give you five and five. I think he could be that type of player. No, nah, he's definitely a guy that you could see, like, just him being on the court, he'll get 20 eventually. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, with NBA spacing, I mean, it's, it's not the most difficult My thing, thing with do. him is kind of efficiency. I don't want to see him get 20. To, to get 20, have to shoot 21 times, and that's where he's at right now. So. For them to be a winning team, you're right. He can't shoot 21 times. To get <laughs> yeah, that's why we need LaMelo. I'm hoping we get LaMelo, man. LaMelo, LaMelo, LaMelo. We need it, we need it, we need it. I want LaMelo bad, man. Bad. Pierre, Pierre, great stuff, man. Um, let my let everybody know where they can find you on social media and everywhere else. Uh, Twitter, Pee the Plug, H-O-H. And then Twitter, Pee the Plug, just straight up. And then uh, Tuesdays and Saturdays, YouTube, House of Highlights, Through the Wire podcast. You'll be able to see us there. I'm real active on social media, always down to talk to whoever, whether it's just a casual fan or guy like Combo, whoever, as long as you have some type of insight and you're not – trolling we live in this trolling era where people just throw out the craziest to- uh, takes or whatever but yeah always down to talk basketball i love the game and love uh helping educate who whoever's trying to get into the game definitely appreciate you having me on here big 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 fan uh i just appreciate love that. people who are just in depth into the game it's just a, it's a breath of fresh air a lot of times you turn on the tv and guys they have a platform but they don't know necessarily the, the inside and you know you play it over overseas uh, you enter the college game. You can talk NBA. So I like that. And uh, it's real refreshing. So I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, and I've watched actually a couple of your pods today. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think you guys are doing a great thing. You guys are really young, but you guys really know the game. And that's more important than anything else. No, yeah. that's. Uh, I think that for me, being the oldest one or, or kind of, quote, unquote, being the leader, I try to emphasize that, like, you know, let's let's really go out here and let's talk basketball. That's be different because, you know, and again, not to not to knock anybody down, but when you watch mainstream TV, it's more of shock. They're just trying to get a reaction. But when you have. Uh, yeah, like a lot of times I don't think they believe it, what they're saying. Yeah, That's what I feel yeah, like. You know, I could be wrong. No, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with <laughs> yeah. you. I think a lot of times they argue for the sake of arguing. Right. So it's like we don't we don't we don't do that. Like if, if we have no problem with everybody on our panel agreeing on something because we're not trying to force an argument. And I get it. They have to do it for TV. But I'd just rather just educate and talk real basketball like me and you just did. And, and anybody I see doing that, I salute them and, and support it because it's needed. Yeah, great stuff. You're always welcome back on the show, and I appreciate you being here, man. No, thank you. When this virus is up, we will link in person in New York for sure. Yes, sir. Live show. Let's do it. Talk soon, yeah, Pierre. They- Stay safe, bro. Thank you for listening to episode 160 of Combo's Court. And big shouts to Pierre for joining in. We appreciate you. Go subscribe to Through the Wire podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And catch them on YouTube on the House of Highlights page. Through the Wire. Check it out. Combo Nation, let me know how you feel about this episode right in the comments section of your Apple podcast app and share this episode with a friend via social media or word of mouth be on the lookout for episode 161 combo out